0: Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, Episode 47.
1: It's time to reverse the imbalances in your life as you take the first step on your own journey towards personal change. Welcome to Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe, educating, empowering, and inspiring individuals to live healthier. Now, here are your hosts and your guides to natural living, Jamal and Kim.
0: Hi, Kim and Jamal here, and welcome to another episode of Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe Podcast. I'm Kim, and I'm joined with Jamal. Greetings, everyone. And, uh, Peace and blessings. Yes, and like I said, this is episode number 47. And this is actually part two of a of a series, or a short series, I should say, is titled Holistic Health Beyond Nutrition. And this is actually part two of that discussion. Yep. Part one, we dived into another layer of holistic health. And how to achieve optimum health And it's paying attention Or being more conscious aware Of the products that you put onto your bodies How that is just as important As the foods that you consume On a daily basis You want to bring awareness and attention And make some changes to the things that you put on your body. So we're going to dive a little deeper into that um, because we're big on action steps. You know, you, you attain a lot of information out there, but if you don't put these, you know, this powerful information uh, knowledge into action, you know, there's really you're not going to see any benefit benefit from it. Yes. So we in this episode we want to give you some action steps into how you can implement and change the products that you're going to be consuming or putting onto your body on a daily basis.
1: Right. I think that this is a very important topic because we live in a society that practices like the standard uh, American way of of living. And it's unfortunate, but if you follow this, the standard way, uh, you're going to get yourself in trouble. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have to be mindful of how things affect our bodies internally and externally. So, um, you know, I thought it was important to, you know, bring these things up and, and to begin this level of, of conversation.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um but before we dive into that topic, we just wanted to briefly discuss some news that um recently just came out not too long ago about a mixed martial artist named Kimbo Slice. You know, he recently passed away due to heart failure and he was only 42 years old and you know, that is just just really scary to hear. It's only a year older than us. Yeah. He was so young, a phenomenal athlete. Anyone in mixed martial arts you have to be a phenomenal athlete to participate especially at that level on a professional basis and it just kind of goes to show that you have to take a holistic approach to your health because Something like this, you would never think a professional athlete um, would have to go through this right but um you know it's pretty scary yeah it, it is scary on so many
1: different levels because in our society it's it's very visual we go by we go by visual appearance so in in our society we automatically associate uh, a person's a person's physical appearance with What's going on with their health overall? So when we see someone overweight, we automatically assume that they have poor health. and when we see someone that is uh, slim, uh, we automatically assume that they have good health and we know that you know as practitioners that that uh, is the farthest thing from the truth. We have so many thin people walking around and just because they're thin, they think that they can, Eat whatever they want And they're eating unhealthy And their body is toxic on the inside And a lot of times We look at these athletes And we look at these amazing bodies And we look at the uh, superhuman things That they can do And we automatically assume That they're healthy Like if you look at Kimbo Slice You know how he looked He looked like a gladiator You know a straight you know, warrior And uh, he was a, a physical specimen Like when you looked at him He looked physically fit and the things that he did uh, physically uh, was was beyond normal. So it's easy to look at a person like that and just automatically assume that they're healthy. But he Mm -hmm. died from heart failure. So that that's a direct result of what he's putting in his body. And I, I think that it should serve as a wake up call for a lot of people because, you know, we're starting to see this at earlier uh, ages mm-hmm. now, we're, we're starting to see, you know, we have some clients that are in their early 40s, you know, 40, 41, and they have stents on their hearts now, and they, they're suffering from high blood pressure and high cholesterol. We didn't look deep into uh, Kimbo, his, his medical history, but he could have been on medication all, already, you know, so to be an athlete and to still be imbalanced in inside is a, is a growing challenge that we're having in this society. And, uh, you know, we just have to be be mindful of that and just understand the power of our overall lifestyle and how everything is connected.
0: And also in terms of sports and athletics, physical fitness is an important part of Living a healthier lifestyle But on the flip side Extreme sports Puts a tremendous amount Of strain and stress On your body And when you don't Replenish Repair and rebuild And have those cycles Where you take it down And replenish and rebuild And I'm not uh, Aware or familiar With uh, Kimbo's You know I, I never knew His training schedule or Things like that But it makes you Kind of wonder What was he doing To repair and rebuild this body Right um, Not just from the muscles But organs and systems You know That's so vitally important as well to maintain that balance.
1: Yeah, I think that's a great point. Yeah, ex- extreme sports they they create they create free radicals in the body. You know that there, there's a, a term that's out there, and it, it just says your you know your health and physical uh, fitness and and just uh, you know your athletic abilities is uh, you know twenty percent exercise, eighty percent nutrition, and a lot of people forget that, and that's just such an important important thing I remember a couple years ago uh, with the last Olympics with Michael Phelps Mm -hmm. you know you you have this this uh, very slim swimmer you know one of the greatest of all times and they were running down uh, just because of how much you know mileage he puts in the pool on a daily basis his diet in order to keep up with that Mm -hmm. and it was like pizzas and you know hot dogs and hamburgers and Uh, You know fries and all of this junk food and cereals and all of this junk food that he eats in one day ice cream. And it was just so much junk food that he was eating in one day. And it was just they were just saying that he needed this in order to get the caloric density in order to perform the way that he did. And, you know, you can only keep that up. Um, but for so long, right. you're getting energy. But, you know, what is your what are you giving your body to rebuild itself? And long term wise it's going to begin to uh, to break you down.
0: Yeah, definitely. So
1: I'm glad you brought that up because it just highlights the importance of You know, putting good things in your body in addition to exercising. Mm -hmm. All of the pieces of the puzzle puzzle are very important, just as. It is important to watch what you eat. It's important to watch what goes on uh, in your bodies. In the last show, we spoke about how uh, what you put on your skin is actually more absorbable many times than what you're actually eating. And being that that's the case, we have to be mindful of that. And uh, one thing that, that's controversial that I would like to uh, take a moment to, uh, to talk about is water, because uh we right now we live in a bottled water society where mm-hmm. we are at a point where people are more mindful Now of the type of water that they're drinking and they don't trust the water that's coming out of their tap So they're going for alternate solutions. So a lot of people are uh drinking filtered water. They're drinking uh bottled water Which has its issues, but we're not getting into that today Um, People are drinking uh, water other than what's coming out of their tap. And we just spoke about how it's more absorbable on your skin. So we protect the water that we drink, but we're not protecting the water that goes that goes on our bodies. Mm -hmm. So we drink, uh, you know, clean water and then we shower in the dirty water. Mm -hmm. You know, we shower in the water that or, or I won't say dirty water. I'll say that. We shower in the water that we don't trust. Right. So we have to be mindful of that, you know, the water that we shower in, because you're absorbing more of that into your skin than you are drinking. Mm -hmm. So... Uh This is a good time to talk about shower filters right you know if you're gonna if you're gonna put a filter on your tap to filter the water that you drink then it, it has to be equally necessary to put a filter on your shower right and, and filter the um the water that your that your skin is drinking
0: yeah that's definitely important so um you want to start diving into some of the other things? Yeah,
1: let, let's, let's talk about it Because in the last episode We just spoke about how There's a, an accumulative effect Of the chemicals that you use And that that can have a negative impact uh, On your health So uh, one of the things that we suggested was You know, one thing at a time Just start switching over to more uh, Natural ingredients So, uh uh, with your products. So we just wanted to, you know, quickly go down a list so that you could be mindful of the things in your home that you should actually be looking at and looking to switch over to, uh, to something natural that you might not even be thinking about because I know this is totally new. So we just wanted to make sure that this was well-rounded information so that you can actually take some action steps.
0: Yeah, definitely. So the first uh, item that we're going to talk about uh, is toothpaste. And we know everyone uses it at least twice, sometimes more times a day to brush their teeth. And um, that's maybe, you know, a first product that could be easily changed. You know, it's like you had suggested in the previous episode. As soon as you run out of it, then you kind of replace it with a healthier option. Right. Yeah. There's, there's so many uh,
1: toothpaste products on the market. And when you look at the amount of toothpaste that you're supposed to put on your toothbrush uh, it's like the size of a pea and mm-hmm. the average person puts a lot more eat they say on the label to put a pea but then when you look at the picture on the actual box it's the whole strip on on the toothbrush right. So even misleads you on that and it even says on there it has warnings about swallowing it and, and poisoning and trolling things of that nature so i think that it's very important to switch out to uh, something that is more natural and uh, there's a lot of controversy um, about uh, fluoride and is it really what uh, we've been taught it to be I don't really want to dive into that today uh, maybe we'll come back to it but um, but I would even suggest a, uh, a fluoride free uh,
0: toothpaste mm-hmm. yeah definitely um, the next product is deodorant um, this is a very uh, Interesting topic Yeah And um, controversial <laughs> And controversial um, Because as I mentioned In ep- the first episode Of the previous episode Episode number 46 And you can get that At jkhealthtrop.com For slash 46 With sweating Your body is You know That's an, one way That your body Helps to detoxify itself is through sweating And it's many Antiperspirants And um, that's a very big um, Marketing area That you know You don't sweat But your body body is meant to sweat. It's just that you don't want to be smelling. (laughs) But that also comes down to your internal hygiene. And as you continue to detoxify and cleanse, you won't have that strong odor coming out from under your arm. But you definitely want to get a deodorant that does not have aluminum in it. Um, That's one major ingredient that you want to avoid, um, an aluminum-free deodorant. And you want uh, something that is going to allow you to sweat. Yeah. Along with parabens as
1: well. Mm -hmm. Um, That's one of the things that uh, turns up a lot. And uh, yeah, the the whole antiperspirant movement of, uh, you know, preventing you from sweating is one of the most toxic things that you could do for your body, because like Kim said, you're supposed to sweat. And uh, also you detoxify when you sweat. So it's not allowing you to do what your body is supposed to do. So in the end, that creates more harm than good. And for women, I think it's important to understand that, you know, your breasts are right there where you're putting these chemicals. So you want to be very mindful of uh, what chemicals are going near your, your breast tissue.
0: Definitely. Yeah. The next item is lotion. In the African-American community, lotion is serious.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> we okay. will moisturize our skin. and uh, But a lot of lotions, um, they have a lot of toxic chemicals Um, in them so you want to an alternative because I don't do lotions anymore I'll do either body butters I'll do coconut oil um, and I'll put essential oils and different things in it there's so many other ways that you can moisturize your body other than traditional lotion yeah I would agree
1: and uh, I always you know kind of when I'm in the uh, department store I'm always just looking at the different lotions and I will honestly say that uh, 99% of the lotions That I look at are toxic It mm-hmm. doesn't matter how uh, You know Nice the label is And what it says 99% of the lotions That I look at Are toxic um, I would suggest Moving away from lotions Altogether Right and Moving into Body butters And body oils mm-hmm. uh, With minimum ingredients And just make sure That you understand What each of those Ingredients are To make sure That they're
0: not toxic Right Come comes from Like a food source Right Mm-hmm Then Next item is hand soap. That is, you know, one of the major ingredients that's in traditional hand soaps is sodium lauryl sulfate, um, which is a cancer causing agent. Studies have uh, proved that. Um, and a lot of hand soaps contain that uh, ingredient.
1: Yeah. Another thing with, uh, with hand soaps that I think is important to discuss is a lot of the hand soaps are antibacteria. Mm-hmm. And, and, and uh, I think that it's important to understand that we've kind of been misled when it comes to that because we have good bacteria on our skin and that's our first line of defense that protects us from you know just foreign invaders and things in our environment. That's our first line of defense. So when we wash our hands with this antibacterial soap, it actually destroys the good bacteria that's uh, on our hands and it weakens our immune system. And I was just reading a recent study about how long uh, you should wash your hands with antibacterial soap. And it says that you're supposed to wash your hands for 20 seconds. And then you look at the study of how long you should wash your hands to fully clean your hands with um, if you're using regular soap and it's 20 seconds. Mm. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not like you, you're you not getting this extra benefit. And even if you were, let's say if you only had to wash it, you know, two two times for two seconds, I mean, it's just 20 seconds that you have to wash your hands for. So it's ridiculous. And one thing that I am starting to see now is in the bathroom, you have your regular soap. Then after you wash with your regular soap, they got the, the, hand, the, 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 sanitize. hand, the hand sanitizer that you spray yeah so like, you, so you double up so you're destroying your good bacteria even more and you're weakening your immune system even more which actually brings us to the next topic which would be the hand, hand sanitizers, sanitizers right, right right so those properties same thing you're constantly you know everything you do people carry those now they're, they're spraying constantly throughout the day and you're destroying your good bacteria right and a lot of them have alcohol that dry out your skin and mm-hmm. you're absorbing these things in it so we want to be mindful of the hand sanitite, hand sanitize, hand sanitizers <laughs> tongue twister um they have natural ones out there that you can use. They use uh, thyme oil. Right. Essential which, oils. Yeah. Essential oils, which, uh, you know, cleanses the same way within 99.9 uh, uh, percent. It destroys the, you know, the, the
0: bacteria. Right. The next item we want to talk about is hair oils. Um, there's so many hair oils on the market. Um, it can be so confusing to know which one, and as we mentioned in episode 46, you know, about the packaging, how not to be deceived by what's on the front of the product, saying all natural and this and that. You have to really look at the ingredients because a lot of these um, hair oils um, are petroleum-based, clogging of the pores, very toxic, and you want to lean more towards more natural um, oils, more food-based oils to f- help nourish and feed your scalp and not clog your, your pores, your hair follicles. And also your brain is on the top of your head. So be mindful of this, these chemicals seeping into your scalp and into your brain.
1: Right, absolutely. Look for things that are, you know, a lot of nut oil mm-hmm. based are going to be uh, better for you. Coconut oils and things, things of that nature.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. The next item is hairsprays. You know, that's another thing that you have to be mindful of if you do use hairspray on your hair. I don't know if there's any natural version of a hairspray. I don't know. Aerosol wise, um, yes, yeah, that's, I, I,
1: I don't, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, maybe I, use it sparingly. It might, <laughs> maybe. You gotta look at that one. I'm, I'm not totally sure, but I know that a lot of the aerosol, have you know effects on the environment beyond you know your own personal skin. so you definitely want to be mindful of that
0: definitely. um, the next item is shampoos. Um over the years, there have been a lot more um health conscious lines of hair products and dealing with shampoos. Um, and you wanna, you know, same thing with the soaps, avoid the ones with the parabens and sodium lauryl sulfate, um, and use more natural oils and more natural ingredients, um, because again, that is going into your scalp as well. Yes. The next item and is makeup and on uh, Jamal touched uh, a lot on in episode 46 about the amount of toxins that someone accumulates, was it over a year? Yeah. Um, five pounds of toxins that someone can accumulate if they wear makeup on a daily basis. Um, so you want to look more towards a natural line. There's a lot more vegan lines that are out there, which um, tend to be more cleaner and safer. But if you do wear makeup, especially if you wear it on a daily basis, you want to look more towards a healthier, more natural line.
1: Yeah, that that's interesting because they uh, posted a, uh, a story in the New York Post, and they were just talking about nail salon technicians and just the amount of chemicals that they're exposed to on a regular basis. Um, you know, they use gloves, they put masks on when they're using these chemicals, and they're putting these chemicals on on your nails and on your feet. And uh, it, it was the article was saying that you know a lot of these different. Uh, products that they use have, uh, you know, 1,300 different chemicals uh, that have been banned in Europe. And the U.S. has only uh, banned 11 of those things. And uh, there's a lot of pressure uh, for these technicians To not wear The protective gear Because it's not Aesthetically uh, uh, pleasing
0: Well it kind of Looks a little crazy I'm yeah. like well Do I need the mask? <laughs> okay. You know You yeah. got that mask on Do I need it? Yeah. So
1: so they're not Wearing <laughs> these things And they're being exposed Imagine a person That's using makeup In, in um, cosmetics How much they're Absorbing in, in a year Imagine a person That's just putting them on mm-hmm. So they were doing The study And they were like Tracing And trying to make Some some connections. And a lot of these technicians are um, having health challenges and infer- infertility issues wow. and, and, um, and miscarriages. That's the connection that they were making. So again, we're talking about like an accumulative effect. So yeah, you, you use something one time, it, it, you're fine. You're good. Your body can detoxify. But if you're using it day in, day out, you're not giving yourself a rest, you're not detoxifying your body, it can accumulate and lead to some serious uh, issues possibly.
0: Wow. And there- there are some natural lines of nail polish and nail polish removers that are out there. Of course, you're going to have to spend a little bit more, but in the long term, your body's going to thank you for it. Right. Before you go into the next one, also think about this. One of the
1: contraindications when you're pregnant that you're not supposed to use right. nail polish, nail polish remover. You're not supposed to use any mm-hmm. of those things. So so the medical industry acknowledges that your skin is absorbing these toxins and they're, and they're saying, hey, if you have a child. It's it's definitely too much if you're carrying, you know, carrying a baby or if you're breastfeeding. Right. So take heed. You respect your body. You know, that's the only time that you're gonna respect it and not use these
0: things when you're pregnant. No, you don't want these toxins in your body at any time. Yeah, definitely. Um the next item is dish detergent. There's something that's used on a daily basis and um, sodium, la- sodium laurel sulfate is in that as well as some other harmful ingredients. A lot of times dyes and yeah, other dyes. things are in there. Yeah. So you want to, um, you know, lean towards more of an eco-friendly, more natural dish detergent.
1: Yeah, there have been some very specific dyes that have been connected to, uh, to cancer. Mm-hmm. So we want to be mindful of the artificial dyes that are put in on top of everything else that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Um, the next one is uh, laundry detergent. And, you know, that's, you know, for your clothes that are going on your skin. And we, you know, stress that time and time again that that's so important to pay more attention. So, you know, for your family, for your children, think about them as well as what uh, chemicals are going to be laying on their skin for hours upon hours of the day, Um, and you can directly change that by using a more natural laundry detergent.
1: Yeah, and I just want to say that uh, when you start to use things that are more natural, one of the things that you notice is you don't get as much soap. But I just want to say that, um, but I won't say soap. I'll say suds. The the you know the suds that you get. You don't get as much suds, and um, suds are an illusion. Suds are not what actually cleans the um, you know the clothes or, or the dishes. It's the saponins uh, that um, that's used uh, in the water is what actually cleanses and separates and emulsifies um, the dirt. But in in our mind, we've been trained that it's the suds so when we're using these products and we don't see this uh just sud sudsy solution we think that it's not working right but if you use things like uh uh, what do they call it? Um, soap nuts. Soap nuts. Yes, mm-hmm. soap nuts. You get zero. Uh, you get um, zero suds. And then you can use magnets, special magnets that you put in your washing machine. And you get. obviously, it's a magnet. You're not going to get any suds. Mm-hmm. So that's not effective. And then also, there's a shampoo. This is just an example. It's called, I think it's called Wee or, or Wei. Mm-hmm. um And uh, my mom let me use it. And it's a sudless uh, soap and I put it on my my hair and it wasn't lathering up at all. And you know, in your mind, you're like, "Man, is this working?" Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I I even get caught got caught up in the hype for a second with my shampoo. I'm like, "This is <laughs> is this working?" It's it's no soap, right? But uh, when I rinsed it out, man, my hair was squeaky clean. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it just goes to show, like, you don't need suds. You don't need right. suds at all. And I was talking to a, a chemist. And he makes uh, natural uh, hair uh, products or I won't say natural, but I'll say toxic-free hair products. And uh, he said that he was on the fence. He said that he has a formula where it doesn't make the suds, but he's on the fence because he knows the psychological effect it has on people. So he only keeps the suds in there for the psychological effect. So don't think that you need suds in in order for
0: something to get clean. Right. And the last item is household cleaners. Uh, you know, we've all grown up, uh, you know, in the past when we were younger, where you have to open up the windows when you were cleaning, yeah. but we never once was like thinking, why do we have to do that? And, and putting on gloves. <laughs> right, don't touch your skin. Yes. Um, so thank goodness there are other products on the market that are just as effective, that are non-toxic, that will not you know harm you from inhalation if you have small children. Even for yourself, yeah. um, there are other options out there. Yeah, it says it right on there. Don't breathe. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it, like, says, it says don't breathe. <laughs> And how could you not breathe and don't get it on your skin? But it makes this
0: connection that toxic means strong right right. like if you don't use that bleach you're not gonna get you know that stain or that germs out you know what i mean and that's why a lot of times people have a hard time transitioning to more uh toxic free natural products because they just like it just doesn't work (laughs) out like this strong bleach does you know so but mm -hmm. there,
1: there are things natural things that work just as well and think about it you don't need gloves You know, I like to wear gloves just because, you know, if you're cleaning a toilet, (laughs) you wear the gloves, but not because it's toxic um but if you don't have to worry about you know your your child getting into it and possibly you know really harming themselves you don't have to worry about the chemicals the 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 um the the fumes and things of that nature you can just use something natural and know that your family is safe and when you come in contact with these things it's safe and it works just as well why wouldn't you make the switch
0: right definitely yeah so those are just a few items but I mean it's a really great list if you address you know, all these areas, um, to get you on the path to implementing, you know, converting your, your daily essential products, you know, either for your personal self or for your home, um, converting them to things that are going to help you to optimize your health and yes. to live more holistically. Yes. So, um, do you have anything else to add? No. Well, we said a lot. Okay. So um, for the show notes page to this episode, I'll probably make a list of um, the items that we listed. If you want like a little cheat sheet to, uh, you know, to reference for items that you want to change in your home and in your life, just go to com forward slash 47 and you can get um, complete access, direct access to the show notes page. Okay. So until next time, live healthier.
1: Stay healthy, everyone. Peace and blessings. We hope you enjoyed your time with Jamal and Kim's Inner Circle Health Tribe. To keep you on your path towards a happy, healthier lifestyle, we encourage you to visit jkhealthtribe.com for content to help you find your health balance. Thanks again, and we look forward to educating, empowering, and inspiring you to live healthier.